Hello my friend, it has been a long time in between chats. I have just sold my business uh, last month, my seven figure a year online fashion brand, Island Co, to a beautiful couple in Melbourne. And uh, the other side of that, after the handover and everything else, I have found myself fallen into a bit of a puddle I have I feel like for the first time in my life I am exactly what you would say is burnt out so today I want to talk to you a little bit about both of those things a positive and a bit of a negative Uh, however the burnout I feel is something that many business owners can resonate with and I'm hoping I can share some tips with you today on how to avoid getting to that point but also talking more about building a a business to sell so a double a bit of a double whammy today so stick with me I hope you enjoy this chat Hello, I'm your host, Jody Minto, and welcome to my podcast, Online Store Success. My mission is to help other emerging entrepreneurs crack the code for e-commerce success for a life of uncapped income, flexibility, and fun. I'm an award-winning seven-figure e-commerce fashion founder, a certified digital marketer, and business and life coach. I'm also a Prosecco-loving wife, mother of two teens, a Facebook ads nerd, and a crazy animal lover. I've been in business for over 20 years now, and during that time, I've helped hundreds of others start and scale their online e-commerce stores through my coaching programs. I love all things business and know firsthand how rewarding it is to have a career on your own terms, turning a passion into a profitable business, and the freedom and flexibility that comes with it. Each week, I'm going to share with you the ups and downs of this crazy e-commerce journey that we call life and help you start that business of your dreams or help scale your existing online store. Let's get started. So I sold my business. Can you believe it? After everything that has gone on over the past six months where I actually decided to sell my business, uh, sorry, close my business first of all, because in hindsight, that is when I hit complete burnout where nothing feels like it brings you joy anymore you're absolutely exhausted out of your mind and you just can't go on and fast forward to now you know all of the warning signs were there as far as being absolutely exhausted tired of my business just happy to throw it out and for those that have been following me for a little while um this is a bit of an update you uh that i you know um have now sold the business and and 100% now exited. Um, But for those that are new here, welcome. Go back and have a little listen to a couple of my previous episodes where I talk about uh, my decision to to close my business. Like I said, I think, you know, quite a a big component of that was was burnout and and losing my passion. Um, But then after closing it and and then sort of, you know, a a couple of people reached out saying, hey, I'd, I'd be interested in buying your business and then chatting with some business brokers they encouraged me to restart the business after laying off all my staff and and um, negotiating out of my commercial lease and all those sort of things um, to then sell it so then I've been running the business in a very stripped back lean way since probably about November 
until January, which meant that I, you know, had to run it over the Christmas holidays while I was away on my camping trip with my family, knowing that this sort of uh, goalposts, you know, this, this light at the end of the tunnel was coming up because by then I was already in negotiations with the, the couple that eventually bought the business um, and it was just kind of coming to an agreement on price and terms and those sort of things. So um, it's been quite a wild ride the past six months and a lot of people uh, have said to me one thing which is which is interesting is that well what are you going to do now um, not realizing that I have this second business where I've been coaching um, other e-commerce uh, women uh, business owners for the past it's been six years now um, but because I've had this other behemoth sized business um, no one even sort of knew about the coaching business and and I guess a part of uh, you know me managing my time is that this this uh, coaching business was often neglected I've just spent the last couple of days going through all of my old blog posts and podcast pages and my just website pages just you know with this shame <laughs> because it was really bad you know it was clearly the neglected sort of ugly stepsister of a business where I didn't care if there was typos I would have my um, VA or my uh, picker and packer from my my uh, econ business you know dump the show notes into the podcast page things like that where I think oh my gosh I'm so embarrassed so um so yeah, everyone's keeps saying to me, oh my gosh, you know, what are you going to do now? Like I'm a lady of leisure, which I'm not really a lady of leisure because I have, you know, still have that entrepreneurial drive to, to do good things and have a business. And I've got lots of plans for my coaching business as well. Um, but what other people are also saying and, and asking me is like, oh wow, you know, you know, you must feel so excited and happy. And strangely, a part of me is, uh, yeah, happy, but I'd say I'm mostly relieved, uh, if anything, because I was very, very tired. And what I've experienced now, when you get that opportunity to stop, much like when you used to go on holidays, when in, in the midst of the craziness, is when you actually get a chance to stop, you fall hard. And I have now, um, you know, been really focusing on my health. You know, I've got to a point where I've got high cholesterol and I'm on anti-anxiety tablets and um, I'm, I'm a lot heavier than I should be and gained quite a bit of weight in the past 12 months, 18 months. And really just now refocusing on me and rebuilding me and there and from there building a better foundation for business going forward so for me this this has kind of been a really interesting lesson in so many ways first of all in not ignoring your body when your body is yelling at you uh, with different things um, you know like I said I've got high cholesterol have anxiety um, through all of the COVID lockdowns and trying to run a business and an office with you know shuffling staff around so they're all separated all of the things um, like that I've had in the past um, uh, I've had to have an ablation operation for really heavy periods which is often a sign of you know something Something's not right in the in the in the body that there's you know it's been constantly under stress for so long so that's a number one lesson without our health we have nothing and I've just actually um, been thinking about doing this this podcast for many many weeks now but just not had the energy to do it and I've just returned from my mum bless her who's a nurse who's just given me a b12 injection in my butt <laughs> this is a lot of oversharing today um, and I felt like almost instantly 
better, which uh, just shows, um, you know, how depleted I was. I did have blood test and my GP said that, uh, you know, my, my B12 was uh, low as is, you know, my iron and things like that. Um, and weirdly B12 injections you can buy over the counter. And, and because my mum's a nurse and works in a hospital, she can, she can source uh, needles. And so she gave me one and yes, it hurts, but I, it was within an hour I feel... I feel like I've been injected with life again. So um, could be a placebo effect. It might not work that quickly, but it's it's like I said, health for me is my priority number one. And just getting back to a baseline of energy where I, I don't have to sleep during the day. I'm having lots of naps during the day. I've just returned last week. I um, helped my friend and uh, a fellow entrepreneur who, and she's an absolute superstar, Kate Toon, had this beautiful retreat um, not far from my home here on the central coast at Pearl Beach where I helped for sort of three and a half, four days. And at one point I, you know, because I'm, I'm battling this burnout I actually fell asleep on the couch while there was a guest speaker talking and at the end of the retreat I won the award for being able to sleep through anything which is not really the award you want to win but definitely representative of where I'm at right now and I've got renovations going on at my house right now and it's it's the laundry and the bathroom has been pulled out which is just the other wall that's you know the other side of my bed head and I every day am having a two three hour nap through uh hammering and banging and grinders and electric nail guns and um jackhammers and just put a pillow over my head and I can sleep like I've not slept in a in a year like it's crazy it's crazy what happens when you do finally stop and it's crazy to think now uh, you know how much I've pushed myself all of these years in business of just go 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 to get to a point where you know I feel completely flat so anyway if you're (laughs) if you're in a point right now in your business where you feel utterly exhausted and but you're chasing this finish line you're like pushing yourself pushing yourself pushing yourself I just want you to stop because what happens, what my experience has been at the other end of that, once you finally reach that finish line and stop, it's going to be quite a long recovery to, to claw back to a feeling of just normal. And I only listened to another podcast. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes um, while I was at the gym this morning. Um, uh, where another lady, uh, similar sort of story, she, uh, Chelsea Thomas is her name. She closed her business down she just got to a point with you know just like I cannot do this anymore her body was also screaming at her and and how long it then takes to recover from that that place of of reaching that point so I just want to encourage you not to do that Um, and whatever that looks like for you uh, I, I encourage you to do it because our businesses are I know it feels like it's us and it's our identity and uh, you know the wheels are all going to fall off if we if we take a holiday or take that weekend off or don't check the emails that night. But honestly, it just keeps going. It is a separate uh, identity to us. When you close your business or when you sell your business, guess what happens? People don't care. They just go, oh, okay, that's great. What's next? Like they actually don't really care. For me, there was a lot of shame around closing my business initially. I'm thinking, what will people think of me that I've failed? And they, like I said, don't care. People were just patting on my back, you know, would pat me on the back online and say, well done for, you know, you know, being brave and making that decision because it's not an easy one to come to. Um, and they're the people that actually have businesses, but people that don't have businesses, they're like, oh yeah, big deal. Um, so 
it's really important that you're not a, a big hot mess by the time you reach that finish line and you don't get to enjoy the rewards from all the hard work. So build in space to rest, to recuperate, to get support. Um, I do kinesiology right now. I'm doing it every second week because I just feel so flat. I work with a psychotherapist. I'm working with my GP. I am uh, seeing a nutritionist next week and just trying to rebuild myself. So whatever self-care looks like for you, um, I really, really encourage you to do that as a business owner because like I said, once you get to that finish line, you, you can potentially just fall over in a heap and never want to do anything ever again. And, and I don't want you to do that. So anyway, enough about burnout. What I want to talk to you about is the process of selling my business. Because like I mentioned, I actually closed it um, back in, I think, October. I let go of all the staff. And that was a heartbreaking decision to come to because I knew ultimately my time in the business was done and I was done. And... Fast forward, restart it to then list it for sale. And I listed it for sale on a site called flipper.com. I'll also uh, mention them in the show notes. I also chatted with a couple of different business brokers um, who were really, really helpful with their advice. And um, I then also mentioned it within my network and my audience, my Island Co audience. And ultimately who bought it was one of my suppliers, my third party fulfillment um, company in Melbourne were the buyers. Um, and it's it's a great thing because you whoever buys your business, there will be a changeover period of time. There will be a handover. So it's really important to be able to get on well with that person, to like that person, um, because if you don't uh, have a connection with that person and if they're just buying your business to pull it apart and keep your Instagram account and followers and keep your mailing list or just keep your manufacturers it feels icky and and there will be the period of time where you have to hand over and and for me my contracted period of handover time was 14 business days so just shy of three weeks um so yeah and and I really really truly want them to do well I, I cannot wait to see what they do with the business and I will continue to support them and love on them on their social media posts so I'm really happy um I did have many conversations with um mostly men overseas in Turkey in America mostly in like investment type firms who were pretty I think pretty cutthroat in the sense that they would just look at numbers and go oh we take this yes or no and be quite happily walk away if it was a no um, I had one come in at the same price as what I sold it for to uh, privately um, but again it was I, I was speaking to a young guy in America and I was you know I'm saying to him so what are, what are you going to do with the business and he's like well I don't know it's this is just for the investment investors that I work with and I was like well what's the plan what are they just going to close it down they're going to pull it apart what are they going to do with it and and he had no answers so this felt really really um great for me and it's so interesting it's those sliding door moments i was at the melbourne trade show when i've done an episode on on my first trade show and my only trade show um so go back and have a look in the archives for that but when i was sitting there 
an ad popped up for this third-party fulfillment company um, in Melbourne and I submitted the form because at this point I was picking and packing the orders from home. I was like, well, this isn't going to work for very long and, and, and I was starting to, you know, talk to different buyers and, and the fact that it had that third-party fulfillment, the, the picking and packing of the orders and the warehousing of the product sorted was really appealing to them. So it was something that had to be done and I just happened to see their Facebook ad um, and inquired and then eventually sent the product to them and they then turned around and said oh look I know you're selling the business we've been looking to buy a fashion business for some time we have a background in fashion um, and 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 that was eventually who bought the business so it's really really interesting how these things evolve and I think for my advice to anyone that has a business and has an audience and is thinking mm, this this you know I might be at the end of my kind of journey here is Probably the first place you would would uh, start taking interest in advertising that your business is up for sale is within your own audience. It's to your customer list. It's to your suppliers, where you could just with an email send out. You know, um, you know, we, we're looking for a new owner. Um, if you're interested, please, you know, submit an expression of interest, and then obviously get them to sign non disclosure forms, which you can find on the internet, um, and, and so on and so forth. So. Um, it's, it's, you never know who's there in the background who would really, really love to buy your business. So that is something to keep in mind. For me, the experience of going and listing on Flipper and talking to different uh, brokers gave me an indication of what my business might be worth. But ultimately, what your business is worth is what someone is willing to pay for it. Yes, on Flipper, for example, when I first typed in all the numbers, it told me my business was worth millions of dollars. And I thought, well, you know, is it though? Is anyone going to offer me millions of dollars? And I know now, no. Um, it's about finding the right pie at the right time who's got the cash and ready to go. So just keep that in mind um, when you are looking to sell. There will, you know, you put it out into the universe, there will be someone out there ready to buy um, when the time is right. So a couple of points I wanna share with you around selling your business. What matters the most, particularly um, around, you know, that asking price and also what, um, you know, the, the sort of interest in the desire desirability of your businesses and ultimately what my asking price came down to was net profit that is the net profit at the end of the year after paying overheads and cost of products and things like that uh, it's and this is fairly common for e-commerce it become uh, businesses that have been sold it's it's a multiplier of that net profit it might be a one time one x times net profit for one year or it could be a three x or a five x but that net profit baseline is really, really important. So if you are thinking about selling your business in the future, it's very important to make sure that net profit margin is as fat as possible, which might think, might include keeping costs down, overheads down, running a lean and scrappy business in order to have the be biggest possible net profit margin. Side note here though, it also has to be appealing and easy for someone else to step into and run. So in the case, like I mentioned with third party fulfillment, that was something that a lot of buyers wanted. They didn't want all the stock to turn up in their office or their garage and then have to pick and pack it. The fact that that system was already in place was really, really appealing um, to them. And, and yes, while that costs money, um, it wasn't, it was something that a new buyer would probably really want. And the relationship was already there. They already had the stock, the, the inventory system. It was already uh, in place and ready to go.
So, <clears throat> pardon me, after, after net profit, the second most important thing is the revenue trend. Is your business on an upward turn or is it declining in revenue? Now, my business was declining post COVID. Um, I'll be totally honest with you. The sales had definitely dropped probably about 30%, which isn't uncommon in e-commerce right now. Um, it is a pretty much a, a trend across the board, um, which meant that that really hurt the asking price I could ask. If I'd sold it back in COVID when it was on an upward trajectory, I would have got more multiples of that net profit versus what I eventually got. Um, so the, the, the trend for sales is really, really important as well. They're going to look at net profit and then they're going to say, okay, is the business growing or is it, or is it shrinking? Um, and if it's shrinking, you need to have a good explanation or case study as to why. So for me, for example, the business was shrinking, well, apart from the, the, broader uh, economic situation in Australia, interest rates keep just going up and up and up and up, um, COVID meant that manufacturing was difficult and clunky. We didn't often get as many products as quickly on time as we needed to sell. But also I was running a very much scaled back operation because my business was listed to sell. That meant I had no staff. I, I had one part-time staff member. Um, I'd scaled back the ad spend. I wasn't investing in new product because I was pretty much running the business in a holding pattern ready to, to hand it over to someone else for them to tap into. So um, if it's on a downward trend, like I said, you need to be able to explain why and hopefully also point out the opportunities. So for, for us, for my business, well, their business now, uh, you know, there's all these opportunities about expanding more into America. There's, uh, you know, uh, different platforms that we could sell on. There are wholesale opportunities um, that we had only just scratched the surface of. So um, those are different uh, pieces of information that a buyer would like to know. So number three, selling your business is actually a lot of work. It's it's not just let's list it here and like on like a Facebook uh, marketplace and you know next weekend it's gone. No, you need to allow time and headspace to prepare all of the financials with your accountant. Um, you have to do you know accounting, profit and loss, and then do things like add backs. You know I had to add back my expensive salary and my expensive company car, which I had to sadly sell because I don't have that company anymore. So um, there's there's quite a lot of um, um, back and forth with your accountant around that. And then there's also the time that it takes to prepare these sales presentations or documents, these valuations and those, like I said, the case studies, you know, you would, you would have maybe a presentation uh, around, you know, uh, potential opportunities, potential threats and so on and so forth. So you need to allow time and headspace for that, as well as time responding to emails, fil filtering through um, the different offers, having calls with potential buyers, you know, sifting through the tire kickers versus the serious offers. So you need to make sure that you're in a good place and have support and, and time, you know, available to you in order to, to do that. Now, number four, and I've already I, I touched on this, is that you never just know who's waiting in the background, who's dreaming about having a business just like yours, who may have just sold an investment property or may have just come out of a, of a, um, a divorce with some money and they, they're looking for, you know, something for them. Because these are the kind of uh, inquiries that I got. They were literally that, people that are just... Um, 
come out of a divorce and they, you know, had a little bit of money and they, you know, this was their rebirthing. They wanted to, you know, step back into the world. They wanted a business or they've just sold an investment property and, and want to try their hand at fashion business. So um, don't, don't, uh, you know, for me, I sometimes would think, you know, who on earth would want to buy this business? A lot of people, apparently, quite a lot of people. It's just a matter of finding the right buyer at the right time for the right price. So that's my summary in short around, you know, selling your business, things to consider. And I also want you to consider this because I've got another friend who's looking to sell part of her business, not getting stuck on the number. So if you're anything like me, you list a business for sale at a certain price and I've already spent that money. That money's going on this, it's going on that, I'm getting a new car, I'm getting a new kitchen, you know, all of these different things. I've spent the money. So then when offers come in lower than that, you, I was almost angry. I was like, no, you've got to be joking. But ultimately, if I, I wanted out of the business and I was happy to walk away with, no, with nothing. I, I actually did that. I closed my business. So then listing the business um, and then getting sifting through the offers, it, it's, for me, it was a real lesson in not getting stuck on the number. Anything was better than nothing. I didn't want to run that business anymore. So any bit of chunk of cash that I could get out of it would really be great. Um, yeah, obviously, when there's, when there's a quite a bit of interest you're not going to just give it away you're going to sort of work through those negotiations to get yourself the best deal but don't cut off your nose to spite your face if someone if you for example are asking five hundred thousand dollars for your business and someone turns up and says will you take four hundred and fifty thousand and they're a serious buyer with cash with the experience ready to go don't say no i'd probably just you know take the money and run which is ultimately what i did because you could say no to that offer and then it might take you another 12 months before you get another offer that's even close Um, or you may not ever get another offer like that businesses aren't like houses where there's a market you know uh, sort of price for that area and that you know there's generally quite you know if, if that person doesn't buy it someone else will come and buy it businesses are a bit trickier you may you don't want to lose a really good offer and potential buyer by being just stuck on the number so just think about your reasons and motivations for selling you know don't spend the money before you go before you've even got it um but even think you know if someone offers you half of that that's still a good that's still a heap of money that you can do great things with so i hope this has been helpful to you if you are interested in hearing more about burnout and my journey with that shoot me a dm or you know comment on you know my 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 social posts or if you all want to if you want to know more about building up a, a business to sell happy to chat more about that as well so thank you for sticking with me today thank you for uh, letting me overshare um about needles in my bum <laughs> and burnout and and all those things and i look forward to gracing your uh, ears again very very soon bye for now Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Online Store Success with me, Jodie Minto. If you loved it, please share it with your friends on Instagram and tag me at I am Jodie Minto so I can say thank you. And if you really want to make my day, please go ahead and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and give me a follow. If you'd like my help in starting or scaling your online store, be sure to check out my free resources and programs at jodieminto.com. Thanks again and... Same time, same place next week. Bye for now.